welcome to Victory Church. Today is March 29, 2020. Our worship service number 183. We pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for your love and your mercy. We thank you for the privilege of being alive. We want to give you, Lord, songs to worship you and adore you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We are believers. That is what we do. We believe in Jesus. I walk a bit different now, now that my heart's been found. Nothing really feels the same. I hold my head a bit high, lift my voice a bit louder. Yeah, something inside has changed. I am a mountain mover, water walker, more than just an overcomer, cause I've been set free. I am a gospel preacher, heart on fire, freedom singing, testifier, cause I've been redeemed. I Hallelujah, louder than 
time to talk to him. Wherever you are, close your eyes, lift up your hands. Wherever you are, bow down your head before him. Surrender to him talk to him talk to him listen to the prayers to your people father listen to the prayers Listen to the personal prayers of your people, Father. Father, your people is talking to you. They are talking to you. Listen to their prayers. We need you, Lord. More love, more power, more of you. In my life, that's what I need, Lord. More love, more power, more of you in my life. And I will worship you with all of my heart. And I will worship you with all of my strength and I will worship you with all of my mind you are my God you are our God Lord and we trust you Father no matter what we trust you Lord Our lives are safe in your hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your healing. 
thank you for your love. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's worship our Lord through our offerings. Whether it is through an envelope here in church or online. Let's give to God what belongs to Him. Thank you, Lord, for all your provision. We love you, Lord. us to receive God's word. We have praised him, adored him, and worshiped him. Now we will hear a powerful message that our Lord has poured down into our pastor's heart. Let's get ready to receive the inspiration that we need this week to go into battle with faith in our Lord Jesus. Let's give a hand to our Lord God and all together say, one, two, three, victory. Yay, Lord. This is our worship service number 183, March 29, 2020. The topic of today is how to be rescued. And before we get there, here in the church, we all have our bulletins. If you don't have your bulletin, grab one, please. Important notes are there for each one of us. And if you are watching, just go to the website and download it. How to be rescued. I would like to start reading the scripture, the gospel of Mark chapter 7. And we start in verse 24. We read the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus went to Tyre. He did not want the people in that area to know he was there. So he went into a house. But he could not stay hidden. A woman heard that he was there. Her little daughter had an evil spirit inside her. So the woman came to Jesus and bowed down near his feet. She was Syrian, not a Jew. She begged Jesus to force the demon out of her daughter. Jesus told the woman, It is not right to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. First, let the children eat all they want. She answered, that is true, Lord, but the dogs under the table can eat the pieces of food that the children don't eat. Then Jesus told her, that is a very good answer. You may go. The demon has left your daughter. The woman went home and found her daughter fine. The demon was gone. The power of God is what we are going to reflect today how this woman could be rescued. Before we talk about this passage, I want to ask you this. Have you seen someone like the person in this picture that you can even imagine that is black and white <laughs> in a very dark place, just looking through the window, and it's raining, it's just... Maybe you, at some point in your life, felt that way. I remember I was there once. Well, honestly, more than once, <laughs> many times, in need. And I was just begging, help, help. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a normal situation for a human being to experience needs. 
to experience the impotence of fixing his own problems. Help, some people are saying today, right? All over the place. I do and communicate with many, many people in different parts of the world. I am talking with people in England, people in South America, in the Caribbean. Of course, here in America, in different parts of the States, in the Philippines, in Asia, in Taiwan. Contacts and friends that I do work together, different people that I hired in Africa also, and in the Middle East. Today, I received a letter from one of my friends in Israel. And we communicate. And you know what? Everyone is telling me the same thing. Jihan, we need help. <laughs> Our people need help. Do you need help? Are you the one needing help today? Maybe. I don't know. But maybe you are one of those. So let me introduce you to this video that has to do a lot with the concept of how to be rescued. Listen to this. Hey, I noticed you were pulled over. What, what seems to be the problem? I don't know, man. It started acting funny and now it wants to start. Any idea what could be causing the problem? Well, the check engine light came on a while ago, but uh, do I look like a mechanic to you? Okay. So how long ago was that? Uh, it wasn't too long, man. Maybe about a couple years. A couple years? Man. So you mean to tell me in a couple years you haven't even gotten this thing looked at, like, even a little bit? I don't know, man. If you're so smart, why can't you tell me what's wrong? Look, man, I'm just trying to help you out, okay? I don't know, man. To me, it seems like you're just judging. Are you going to help me out or not? Are you going to help me out or not? You know, that is the interesting thing about people in need. You know, sometimes they have answers and you are just wondering, how in the world I end up here in this situation? So who is the one who needs help here? In this video, it is hard to say who is the one in need, right? It's, it's the guy, Denzel, by the way, great job. <laughs> and our brother Ryan also there, uh, who, which I just met, by the way, last week. And he came for business to my home, and it, it became a great, great actor. So, but uh, who is the one in need? So you will say, well, the guy in need is the, the guy in the pickup truck, right? But he was acting like the one in need was actually Denzel. It's like Denzel was in need of proving his availability and willingness to help. Are you kidding me? So in order to understand, my friends, how to be rescued, we need to just know where we are. Who is the one in need here? And you know what? There is no need to be upset about certain things. And I want to tell you several things that happens in, in reality of human interaction when it's about being in need. So, for instance, 
if someone is weak and is in need of carrying something that is heavy or moving a piece of furniture, for instance, that person needs someone that is strong, correct, to help him. So who is the one in need? The weak one or the strong one? Well, obviously the weak one, right? But tell me then, why if someone that is weak, that is calling for help, the strong person comes, why the weak gets upset when the strong one moves that piece of furniture and says, just move, please, let me handle this, and he grabs that piece of furniture, and the weak guy, weak guy gets mad at the strong one because of the way that he spoke to him. Really? So who is the one in need here? Why the person that is weak gets so aggravated when the person that is strong can handle the situation? That doesn't make any sense. That is what happens all the time. What about people that get in trouble because poor decisions? Any kind of poor decisions. Let's suppose devices. Today, devices, devices are very important. Phones, tablets, iPads, televisions, microwaves. By the way, I saw yesterday such a fun, fun thing that I, somehow I would like to get it, but I won't. But it's a baseball cap that has an electronic thing in the top that you use an app. And with the app, you type what you want to be kind of noticed there in that screen. You know, that's, that's it's, it's a cool thing. I would like to see one, you know. Somehow I would like to buy one, and it's only 40 bucks, and I thought, do I buy it or not? But then I thought, well, no, I think it will be, I will look too ridiculous. Maybe some kid, you know, somebody else, but not me. I don't think I will do it. But in, in situations, my friends, where there is a need for intelligence, a specific intelligence about something, and if you are in trouble and you don't know what to do because you are not too smart about that thing, for instance, you messed up, you forgot the password, you you did whatever, you know? So you are not too smart. And then the smart person comes, the wise person comes to help. Correct? So tell me then, why the person that is in need gets so mad at the wise one when the wise one says, can you please just shush and let me do this? Why the person that is in trouble because he's not too smart and is being helped by the wise one, gets angry and upset and mad at the wise one because the wise one knows how to fix it. But it happens. It's exactly what happens. What about financial needs? There is someone that is broke for whatever reason. It's broke, broke, broke. And needs help for whatever reason. And there is someone that has the money, a rich person. That person with money, out of compassion, 
like the wise one helps the not too smart person, like the strong one helps the weak one, the rich person with compassion will try to help the poor one. So why is it that the poor one gets so angry if the person with money gives them a little help? And then this person says, well, I got to go because, uh, in fact, uh, I have people in my home and we are grilling steaks. And the poor person gets so mad, thinking, how dare you telling me you are grilling steaks and I barely can eat this piece of bread? How dare you? you? You see that? There is something that is not right in this picture. We have to put ourselves in the right position. If I don't have the money, if I'm broke, if I am poor, let's say, and there is someone rich with money that can help me, I don't need to be mad at the person that can help me. That's not wise, but it's exactly what happens. What about those who are afraid? People that are afraid for the virus, afraid for this. My husband is so angry and he's so mean to me. Uh, my this is happening. Whatever reason, the person is afraid. Well, who is going to come to help someone that is afraid? Well, somebody that is confident, right? Someone is afraid by being in the, his house or her house by herself. Calls somebody with confidence and comes and says, what's the problem? Well, I hear noises. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? No, I don't hear anything. You don't hear it? I hear, you, you hear that click, click. I hear it. You know, it's like somebody is walking. Let's go to this other room. You will hear it better. The person is afraid. The person that is confident, first of all, what is the source of that confidence? The good Lord. The perfect love of God casts away fear. So the Lord is in this person. That person is not afraid of anything. Confident. So guess what happens? The person leaves, the confident one leaves, and then the one that is afraid because of the virus or because of the noises in the house, or for whatever reason, the person that is afraid stays there. The confident one leaves or finishing, finishes the phone call or finishes the text call or whatever. When the afraid person is by himself or by herself, calls somebody else, a friend. And this is what they say. What's up? I'm very upset. What? Uh, you needed to see this person coming. You needed to hear that conversation. He is so confident. She is so confident. They are so confident. I can't stand them. You know, I'm afraid here, and they are so confident. You know what? And comes to say, don't worry. Everything is going to be all right. Don't worry. Everything is fine. You know? And the, the person afraid, the person that is afraid is upset because the other person is confident. I mean, what is the problem with that? Nothing. Why did you call the confident one in the first place then? Right. What about persons, people that are sick? Someone is sick. Cannot cook, cannot go grocery shopping or whatever. Cannot clean the house. So who is going to come to help this person? Well, the person that is healthy. 
And the person that is healthy, you know, it's healthy, exercise, it sleeps well. And the sick one says, I am not sleeping well in the last two weeks. I'm not eating well in the last two weeks. I have not bathed right in the last two weeks. I can tell. <laughs> so here is the sick person about to receive the help from the healthy person and is upset. The sick one is mad at the healthy one because the healthy one, while he's eating, while what is working is eating an apple. And he's healthy and eating an apple and he's confident everything is going to be all right. And can you eat now? How can you? You know, I'm sick here, you know. Yeah, you are sick there. You know, I wash my hands, I wash my apple, and I will eat the apple. What about pe people that are depressed? Have you noticed that? That is even, even funnier to me. When I see what happens when those that are depressed, those that are depressed, they need someone to, to come to, give them a little bit of encouragement, right? So the person that is optimistic comes, bubbly, you know, happy, cheerful, comes to see the depressed one. How you doing? Uh, not too good. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? The Lord is with you. Yeah, I know. But listen, uh, what if we open the windows? Uh, I don't like that. And here's the conversation, right? So the optimistic one is there to help. And it's going to be there for a few minutes. But after the person, the optimistic person comes to help and sees that the depressed one wants to be depressed doesn't want to get out of the depression, and in fact, gets upset at the optimistic one because the optimistic one is not depressed and is not seeing life the same way the, the depressed person is seeing life. What happens? The optimistic person leaves and then the depressed, the, the depressed one calls and texts and says that the optimistic is so arrogant, you know, always with his attitude like a... He's so great that she's good. And what about those that are in darkness? People that are playing different games that are not good. Witchcraft. People that are practicing certain things with other individuals that is just wrong, and you know what I am talking about. People that are in darkness going to worship idols and pagan gods, stuff like that. When they are in trouble, eventually they will say, you know what, I know, I know a Christian person. I know a Christian guy. So they call this Christian person, this Christian guy, and the Christian person comes and says, you know, I see the problem here. The problem is that you are not worshiping the true God. So and then the argument starts. The person in the darkness is arguing with the person in the light, trying to convince the person in the light that what he is doing is right. 
the difference is the one in darkness is always troubled and confused and beat up and broken, sick and all those things. While the person in the light is different. There is peace in his life. Health. Prosperous. Is in the light. The people in the darkness are mad at the people in the light. It's like if it was their fault. Basically, my friends, the person that is needy doesn't have the right to be mad at the one who has those things that can help him. Regardless what is the situation, if my friend, if you are a needy one, whatever kind of situation, there is no point of you being upset at those Mad at those that can help you. Actually, that is not wise. I don't want to use the adjective that you are thinking because you are already thinking the adjective. I'm just saying in a nice, polite way, that's not wise. But you know what I am thinking. <laughs> now, I told you that because it's important to understand that in order to be helped, there are certain things that you should do and certain things that you shouldn't do. So let me start by sharing with you what are the things that you don't need to do if you are in need, okay? The beauty of videos today is that if you don't get it in the first shot, you can rewind and watch the video again. If you are watching live, if you are listening live, this video will be edited later, and we will provide the edited version, and you can review it. What is the first thing that you don't have to do? The first thing is don't try to get pity from those who can help you. That is a bad game. If you are in need, don't try to get pity from those who can help you. Don't do that. Don't go through long 45-minute stories. No, go to the point. What is what you need? Go to the point. And then tell facts. So don't go and telling the details. And I was here, and then it's a long, 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 long story. The person who might help you doesn't want to invest time listening to all those long stories. Now, on the other hand, have you seen people that are in need, whether they are sick or broke, or they, are, they have a vehicle that is messed up in, in some corner and they need somebody to help them or whatever? Have you seen those that they start to make jokes out of their own situation? And they come to a point where they are like a clown. You know, and you are trying to help them, but you cannot take this person seriously because it's, it's like a clown. It's, everything is like a joke for this person. If you are in need, go to the point 
Tell the facts, don't be a clown. First thing is don't try to get pity from those who can help you. That, that won't work. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. You try to get pity from people and they will say, oh gosh, oh gosh, I can't stand this person. Second thing you don't do, don't blame people from your problems. Don't blame people for your problems. Well, I will tell you what happened to me. I was there, and then this person did this, and this person said that, and, and those individuals that love to blame others, they will just say all kind of bad things about everybody else. Well, but uh, there are facts that I need to tell. Well, yeah. If they were dishonest with you, you're going to tell he was dishonest. But be gracious. You don't need to be nasty to blame somebody. Just be gracious. And after all, you have to accept, accept responsibility. Because it's not fair that in, 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 in those situations, people in need are going just to blame everybody else, and they are like, I didn't do it. You need to accept responsibility. It's important that you forgive and you show that you are not bitter. Because when anyone wants to help somebody and sees that that person is bitter, doesn't accept responsibility, and it's just blaming others, you know what is going to happen. Once you give them those $5, now they will be mad at you because then it's another person to blame for their problems. Second thing you don't do, if you are a needy one, don't blame people for your problems. Third thing you don't do, don't have a bad attitude. We watched the video, you know? No smart Alec comments. The guy says, what seems to be the problem? I mean, it's a legitimate question. What seems to be the problem? But I don't know, man, the check light was uh, on for a while, but do I look like a mechanic to you? What kind of answer is that? It's because it's a bad attitude. And you don't need to be arrogant either. If you are in need, you it's the opposite. And much less trying to play the entitlement game you know? No. No, 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 no. That's not the way to do it. Fourth thing you don't do, don't try to make feel, don't try to make others feel guilty for your problems. Probably this is the most important thing. If you are in need and you need help from people, whether it's to get a job, to get a loan, to fix your car, to get food, to get a ride, to fix your device, whatever kind of need you, you are in. If you need help from somebody, please don't try to make them feel guilty for your problems. Try to manipulate people. You, you won't get any help when you are trying to manipulate people. And the drama, oh my gosh. Everything starts with the story, and then the tears, and then rolling on the floor of the sadness, and then throwing stuff in the house just to explain 
how mad they were. There is no need for that. And the whole point is what? To make them feel guilty. Because they are thinking, it's just a game, my friends. They are thinking, if I can manipulate this person, he will do, she will do, they will do, they will give me what I want. It doesn't work well. Now, I told you about the four things you don't do. If you are an either one, I told you those four things. But now also I want to give you the things that you should do. Because it's important. You see what you don't need to do, but what are the things that you should do? There are some things that are expected from you if you need help. You know what is the first one? You need to learn to listen. <laughs> learn to listen. You call somebody and you say, my car doesn't work, I'm here in this corner. Bad attitude, demanding, you know. The other person that might help you says, where, where exactly is, is where you are? And how long do you think you, you will be there? And the person said, well, it's, it's hot here. I don't have any water, any money. I don't know. I don't know if you can help me. I'm asking you, where, where are you? Where are you? Well, I just told you, I mean, you know, it is hot. I am saying really things here, you know, it's hot. It, it doesn't listen. If you are in need, my friend, whatever is what you need, remember, you need to put yourself in the right position. You are the needy one. Here is the one who has what you need. You need to learn to listen. Listen to the one that can help you so you can understand what this person is saying. Because if you are not listening, you will never understand what the other person is trying to tell you. Learn to listen. Just to, this is a habit. It's a bad habit for certain people. They, are, they have a conversation, two individuals, person A, person B. Person A is talking like I am right now talking, and person B is not listening. It's just thinking many other things instead of listening to what the person A is saying. We'll never understand what person A was trying to say and explain because person B doesn't listen. If you are in need, learn to listen. So then you will be able to understand. And perhaps then you will understand the importance of being grateful. Somebody's going to help you listen, understand what the other person is saying. Show gratitude. I appreciate that you are willing to help me. Thank you for that. And then you have to be absolutely patient. Remember that if you are the one in need and here's the person who has what you need, you are the one who needs to listen, to understand, show gratitude, and wait. Now, say with me the word wait. W-A-I-T. 
Wait, it's a four-letter word, which is absolutely difficult for most people to understand and apply in their lives. Wherever you are, somebody says, to, you want something for somebody? Somebody says, sure, give me a second. What is this person asking you? To wait? No. <laughs> no. People just don't know how to wait. If the person is taking his time or her time doing whatever he's doing, it has to do, A, with personal things he has the right to do, because after all, you don't own this person. You are not hiring this person. This person is trying to help you. So that person has the right to do whatever he wants with his or her time. So you have to wait. This is option A. And option B is perhaps that person is looking for something that will help you to fix the problem. That's why he says, wait. If you are in need, you need to learn to wait and be patient. Lord, when are you going to help me? Soon. I'll fix this situation, the Lord says. No. People in need, most of the time, they are so impatient, and then they just make things worse. You know what is so funny? Sometimes people in need go to places, and somebody says, wait, I'll, I'll bring it to you. Let me find the manager or whatever. And the person in need just leaves. And after the other person invested half hour doing whatever in order to help him, comes back, where is that guy? The guy with the yellow shirt. He left. Really? What is that? It's what he asked me for. How many times people in need don't get the solution to their problems because they just can't wait? They are not patient enough. You need to learn to listen in order to understand Show gratitude and be patient. And then you're going to work with the one who can help you. The person who will help you will give you instructions. Okay, here's the thing that you need. But listen, these are the instructions. I want you to do this and this three steps. <laughs> no. You know what they say most of the time, needy ones? You expect me to do all that? I don't know anything about it. The guy said, I was about to explain to you. I mean, who is the one in need here? Hello, again the concept, you see? Who is the one in need? If you are in need, you are going to follow instructions. You have to work with that person. And of course, you're going to communicate well. You're going to show respect. You know what is interesting? When it's about text messaging, how often we receive text messages from people that are in trouble, in need, and they want the solution when? Right now. Stop whatever you are doing. After all, you are here to do whatever I say. You don't have anything else to do. And if you have anything else to do, you're going to stop it because first, it's me. That's the mentality. Unfortunately, people like that is what they think. Well, 
people that help, I help, most of you help. We that want to help others, we are going to be actually super patient with them. <laughs> we have to be very tolerant with all their things, you know, because we say, why do I have to do this? And because God. Because the Lord is giving me the opportunity to help somebody, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to help this person. That's why we do it. That's why you should do it. If you're thinking, you know what, Gian, I like this message because I'm sick and tired of all these people that are always bothering me. And you know, tell them, tell them, Gian. Fine, I am telling them. But I need you to understand this. If you close your hands to the ones that are in need, when you have the things that they need, God is watching you. Don't expect that the Lord is going to bless you and help you tomorrow when you are in need. When you time after time after time and you have developed this attitude of, well, if you are not nice to me, I'm not going to help you. If you develop that attitude and you are not generous, kind, and patient with those in need, don't expect tomorrow any help from God or anybody else. You know, those that are talking to us that they want help from us, the Lord knows why they are talk talking to us. Somehow we connected with these people, so we will help. That's why we help. So don't close your heart and your hands to those who need help when you have the stuff that they need. Now, if you don't have it, well, that's different. But when you have it, However, here we are, us that want to, want to like, like to help others, right? We stop whatever, and we try to communicate, and we text message, you know? Yeah, sure. So the one that is in need is texting, bombarding you, you know? Because they don't have the courtesy of writing a long text in one shot. No. They're, this is the way that they text. They don't, they, don't, they don't start with, hi, how are you? I'm sorry for bothering you. No. I'm on 42nd. Enter. I need help. Enter. Come to get me. Enter. No water. Enter. And then you are just, whatever what you are doing, ping, 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 17 text messages. They don't communicate well. But you know, they are trouble people. Okay, so we get it. So we're going to be patient with them. We read the ping, 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 ping. Okay. And here we go with the answer. And then at the end of the answer, because we say, well, I'm sorry. This is what we say. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I will try to help you. Right now, in the I'm in the middle of something, but I can probably find some solution for your problem. Uh, if you please... Tell me exactly the location where you are, question mark. One text, very polite, you send the text. Hmm. Do I have signal here? Five minutes, no answer. 15 minutes, 
after you made phone calls and made arrangements to help the other person because the one in need doesn't communicate well. Okay. Half hour later says, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hit enter. Fine. I'm in such and such address. Okay, so you fixed the problem, right? <laughs> Fine. And then they never text you back to say, thank you for your help. Okay. Type T-H-K-S, okay? Don't type, thank you so much for your kindness. No, I know it's too much to ask. <laughs> just type T-H-K-S. Remove this, just T-H-K. We got, okay, just the T. We understand. But give me some indication. Your problem was fixed, thanks to God, thanks to me, and you are grateful. Give me some indication. What is what they do? Nothing. There is no communication whatsoever. They don't show any respect. If you want to be helped, you need to do those things. Communicate well. Show respect. Basically, you need to be nice. We all need to be nice because, you know, eventually we all are going to be in need. If we go back to the story, my friends, listen to, to this woman who heard that the Lord Jesus can help her. She came and bowed down at, her, at his feet. You see, humility, beg him. You really want help? Go before the Lord God, bow down before Jesus. Beg him. That's why you are begging everybody else. Because you are not begging to the one that can really help you. Beg God. Bow down before God. That's what she did. The Lord was kind of tough on her, but he was testing her. He wanted to see her reaction. And the Lord told her, hey, you cannot... Expect that from me. First, I need to take care of my people. <laughs> and this woman gave him a great answer. He said, you know, you know, Lord, that's true. The person in need doesn't argue with the one that can help. It's the opposite. Agrees with them. Doesn't tell the one that is helping how... He is doing his business or she is doing her businesses. And then she made a point. You are right. First is your people, but even us can be, be helped by you, Lord. <laughs> and the Lord Jesus says, that's a very good answer. That's a very good answer. How are you, my friend, handling your relationship with the good Lord in the midst of your needs? Are you being nice to him? <laughs> are you worshiping him, serving him, doing whatever you can? Or do you just do whatever is convenient for you? It's a very good answer is what the Lord Jesus said. 
And then she received the miracle. The miracle is near us, my friends. Whatever is what you need, the Lord will grant you that need. He will help you to get that need fixed. He is not deaf. He will help you. But you have to learn, my friend, to be nice to everybody else around you. Not because of other things. It's just because it's the right thing to do. To be nice. Next Sunday, April the 5th. I'm going to start at 9 a.m. a service outside of the church. Here we have the service right now indoors, right? And we are comfortable and happy all that. But if anyone wants to be outside in the front porch of the property, at 9 a.m. I'll be preaching. And the message is how to choose your leader. This woman was in need, my friends. This woman was in need in the Middle East. She didn't go to Buddha, Mahoma, Krishna, to the Mormons. She didn't go to any pope. She didn't go to Scientology, yoga, reflexology, musicology, therapist, whatever, geology. She chose the right leader. What about you? Are you listening to people that are just influencing you in a negative way and you finish your day all beat up because of all the bad news? That's your choice. I cannot make that decision for you. I already made that decision. My leader is the Lord Jesus. But certainly we need leaders in our lives, not just the Lord. He is the supreme leader, but we need leaders. And that is what I will explain to everybody next Sunday. How to choose your leader. But for today, I think we got what we needed to get. So I'm going to give the opportunity to everybody to get right with God through a prayer. It's in the screen. Say, dear God, I realize that even in times like this, even now when I need so much help, even now, I am still learning. I really want to change, but I don't know where I should begin. I am so sorry, Lord. I need you. Please guide me to the right source of wisdom. I surrender to you, Lord. I lift up my hands. I bow down before you. You are the king of the universe. Please forgive me for all my sins. I open my heart to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, my Lord. It is at the cross where we receive the forgiveness of our sins. Thank you, Lord God. Say it with me. I am forgiven and saved by faith. Therefore, I can also declare 
my life is going to be great and blessed this year 2020. People receive the blessing of God in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a beautiful rest of the weekend. Enjoy your family and friends and see you next time. Turns from darkness to light Anytime temptation comes And someone stands to fight Anytime somebody lives to serve And not be served Victory Church. We hope you enjoyed the video. 